0: Back tavern goers, it's Valentine's Day. We're close to it when this releases. It, we've been doing this for five years, so it's what our anniversary. Fuck? I hope you got yeah.
1: That's too fucking long.
0: Yeah. Hi. Uh, normally, we are a real play role play podcast, and uh, we we play various tabletop games. But today, we're just going to celebrate the fact that we've been making a podcast for five years. We've made a little game show to play with you guys. Uh, Drink on Dragon! No, <laughs> no. That's no, later. That's later. We'll no, play that that's
1: not. That's not what we're doing right now.
0: And, uh, apparently we're all supposed to buy each other a wood gift, because it's the wood anniversary. Oh, it's the wood. Yeah, we Aven got wood Aven? today, guys. For Valentine's Aven? Day, we got I wood. Why? I'm confused.
2: We
1: we already got a bunch of wood. C- catch me not up. Not that long ago. Catch me up. Uh, all right. wood. Anna- are you
0: not aware of the anniversary gift? Thing? thing?
1: Are yeah, you every not anniversary aware
0: of how expensive be... lumber is? That's fair.
2: Every anniversary, <laughs> it's like a different themed gift.
0: Can I get
3: you something cheaper, like a diamond or eggs?
0: <laughs> eggs <laughs> isn't cheaper. Anyway, yeah, uh, every year there's a different gift you're supposed to give, and they're based on, like, a material. Fifth years wood. usually.
3: Baby, I'm giving you wood this year! <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, but, not no,
3: not from Home Depot! That shit's I mean, expensive!
0: I mean, what uh, what year are you on with Liz? It cannot be only year five. Shh,
3: shut up, bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so this this year, uh, as I said, we all get to give each other wood and our listeners wood because it's our fifth anniversary. Uh, Yay. Oh, we have been doing this for five years, playing D&D and Monster of the Week and whatever else we fill our time with. And uh, to thank ourselves for that, We wanted to make an episode that would be easy to edit and uh, put out so that we didn't make more work for ourselves, because that's my gift to me on Anniversary Day. So he has more time to spend with his wood. Yes. So before I get into what we're doing today, let's introduce ourselves. Hi, gang. It's me.
2: It's Ryan. And uh, I'm here to play uh, not a real tabletop game today, but I'm here to argue about tabletop games. So let's go. Heck yeah. Uh...
1: Screw it. Next it's me, Jeff. And I'm here to uh you know just bring the motherfucking ruckus. Bring the mother bring the motherfucking ruckus. Wah, wah,
3: wah. Hey everybody, I'm Mitch. I'm the dad on the podcast. And I'm here to flex my second chin and the neck beard growing on it, because we're gonna argue some nerd
0: shit. God. Fantastic. <laughs> and I am Jameson Oxford. Normally I'm the game master. Today, I will be your master of ceremonies. If you notice, I'm avoiding terms that I used to say during every episode, because a certain company has pissed us off. They know what they did. Anyway, you know what you
3: did. And we'll be releasing our new card game, Fuck Wizards! No, it's just...
1: (laughs) That's a a fun name for a a card game, It's an exciting
3: game with role-playing and dice about fucking wizards.
0: So today rather than play our normal tabletop roleplay fair, we are playing a little game we made up called game master debaters. We're going to take questions that we got from our Discord following and our fans and also some that maybe we came up ourselves and come up with debate and argue for or against certain points that are roleplay related. Some of it might be from our show some of it might be general Dungeons and Dragons lore, because that's what our, most of our knowledge base is in. Yeah, and sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, But the kicker is, because we don't really care about really figuring anything out here today, we're going to roll randomly about which side we take for any debate. So, the first thing I need you three to do is roll a d20. For this round, I am the judge. I got an 8. Uh, I got a nine. Ah, Get Get the fuck out of here. You're telling me we all rolled under 10? So who rolled highest and what'd you get? Ryan with a nine. With a nine. Ryan, you get to defend the position of the question. I don't know. What is the question? Who rolled lowest? We'll get to that. Okay. Jeff. Jeff. Jeff, you must attack the position of the question. I'll attack the question. And Mitch, that means you rolled in between the two of them.
3: I get to question the question of the question.
0: Yes, Mitch will represent the audience for this debate. He will ask questions that gain a little more nuance or a little more insight into the mind of our debaters. And that's the pattern that we are going to be using for each question to determine who argues what. Are you guys ready for our first question? Let's go. Yeah, I'm against it. Whoever wins this debate will have the honor of being the next judge. And who is the presiding judge currently? I am the presiding judge currently. God damn it. Yep. (laughs) It all hinges on my razor-sharp understanding of rationale and logic. May the best debater win. Our first question, a serious topic on everyone's mind at any D&D table, at any roleplay table of any kind, one that needs an answer, and we are going to settle it forever today. And that question is this, avocados? Yes. Submitted by Ryan. No. Yes.
1: No. Absolutely.
0: All right. Uh, right, Ra- Ryan. I'm
1: diametrically opposed.
3: Members, members of the argument, please, please preside into peace. Ryan, make your opening statements about the question. Avocado. Ah, uh, plural. Please do
0: not editorialize the question. Isn't avocados? Isn't uh, is it just avocado? I'm I'm looking this up. <laughs> The as written by <laughs> okay. our, as written by Ryan, who submitted our question today, yes. is avocados plural.
2: Ah, uh, my only argument is uh, delicious. Mm. I rest my case. Mm. The defense rests. All right, Jeff.
1: Ryan would stroll in here and have you believe that avocados. Yes, avocados. avocado's yes. Delicious, he said. Yeah. Mm. And I, I must counter that argument with the only rational thing here, which is, my tabletop role playing, has no room for your thick green skin and your bruised inside because, just takes a moment. It's all gross on
2: the inside. I object.
0: <laughs> no objection. This is this is not a court. This is not a court of law.
2: Counterpoint. Yummy. <laughs> it is not meant for the space but like if we're, if we're hold if up, 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 we're up, up,
0: up audience 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 do you want any apologies. clarification on the points made today
3: uh, I do not require clarification of the points however I do have an additional query yes the flesh of the avocado is highly nutritious and considered by many to be delicious in a variety of methods of consumption however the skin The seed, or pit, and the flesh directly surrounding the seed have been known to contain arsenic. Taking this in mind, how do you respond to the prevalence of avocado toast in the early 1950s?
2: My answer is simple. Dual purpose.
3: Delicious, (laughs) but also deadly. You can
2: have yourself a nice treat and also demolish your enemies. In one fell swoop,
0: I rest. Closing argument, Jeff.
2: My
1: opponent would have you believe that he just answered a question and that at any point he's answered a question. And I'll tell you he hasn't. I will tell you that he has not answered a question a single time. And I will explain. I've got the receipts because you see containing contained within that spewing of facts contained within that spewing of facts was a question. And the question was, how does that pertain? To the prevalence of avocado toast in the 1950s, and I will go there. I'll get deep. You see, the use of avocado, the 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 fad of avocado toast in the
0: 50s, sir. You do have a limited amount of time. You will need to get your point.
1: Absolutely, the fad of avocado toast in the 50s has much to do with the fact that in the 50s they did not know it could kill you, as much as they know now. So when you say avocados, yes, when you want your avocado toast, I'm saying you're rolling the dice from the very beginning, and if you want to roll those dice at my table, I'm gonna give you the big N-O-nobody no to avocado. So we've got
3: avocado, avocado yes, and avocado no. Avocado no. Thank
0: you, esteemed audience. Thank you, master debaters. It's artfully done. Uh, I will take now into consideration your thoughts. On the one hand, avocados, delicious, maybe deadly. Maybe that's a good thing. On the other hand, not ideal for a tabletop situation. I understand what he said. They're greasy. They get on all the character sheets. We are a tabletop simulator. We mu- we are a tabletop purveyor. We must take that into account. And I have come to a si- decision, well, I would, but the judge's decision at any tabletop space must also be subject to the vagaries of the dice. And so... And so I must state what I know to be true, and that is that avocados are delicious and good. And if my character sheet has a greasy green stain on it, so be it. That's the so badge I wear it. for loving avocados. I'm sorry, Jeff. You don't win this one. Baby. Thank you. Miscarriage. (laughs) Miscarriage of justice. (laughs) Ryan, as winner, you become. You will pick a question from one of our lovely submissions from our studio audience, and we will all roll to decide who is going to be our next master debater.
2: Perfect. Okay.
0: Chimes. Music. Find a stinger. We need it. (laughs)
2: All right. As as your next judge, the question that I ask of you for our good friend Dwarf, a.k.a. Selfie forever on the discord and the Instagram friend of the show and, and guest. Uh, yes, please go check out their things. Delphi forever. Their question is, can you slap the dire modifier on everything and anything?
0: I got a nine. Damn. Wow. It's gonna be so fun to edit around his dice rolls from now on. <laughs> oh man. Just gonna amplify them. I'm gonna just have a, set up a macro that just diminishes. His Jeff, salary. what, what do you have? No, what
3: do you have? What do you have? <laughs> no you.
1: If, no, if you. anybody got lower than me, I'll be fucking shocked. I got her. once again. Order.
0: I got order in ten. the court. Damn it, Mitchell, what Matt. did you get? Thank I you, Ryan. Please do your job.
3: <laughs> we've got a nine, we've got a ten.
2: Jeffrey. <laughs> and that one again? Twice in a row?
3: Jeff, you're being really obstinate today, man. Like, come on. All right. Just
1: against everything.
3: <laughs> Jeff is our naysayer today.
2: Alright, so we as so we have Mitchell Travis as our is that our defender today? He is defending the stance of whether or not you can, in fact, slap the Dire Modifier on everything and anything. And our audience today will be my good man, Jameson Oxford.
0: I'm so excited to be here. I have so many questions.
2: And our attacker today, the man who will argue against this, Jeffrey Lisk. I am in opposition of this. Monsieur Travis, please
3: hit me with it. I think the answer is absolutely yes. Yes, we can. Yes, we should. Yes, we will. Oh god. The reason you can is because of course you can. When you make an animal dire, you don't make it great. You make it great again. When a low level party fights animals, it's great. It's a great encounter. But as they level up, the animals get weak, sad, sad, sad animals, bad animals, no fun, party too strong, blam blam we're done that's it no fun not great but then but then you put dire on it and all of a sudden whammo it's great it's great again CR is high party is challenged combat is good rogue gets too good at picking locks bam dire lock great again (laughs) and that is why and that is why despite what my my bad my bad opponent will tell you, you should put dire on everything. I am a dire proponent of this. Because dire makes everything great again. Holy fuck. Wow. Okay. Why are
0: you so good at that? <laughs> That's terrifying. T- did oh, you just learn that about yourself? Okay, let us yes. let's
2: let's move on. Holy Mr. Shit. Lisk. Alright, do order, you have
0: or, or, order on the floor?
2: A rebuttal. <laughs>
0: I believe I do.
1: Thank you. Great. Now, I may be just a simple man, but I can tell you with 100% certainty that I am well aware that there are just a few things that are dire. You cannot just add some prefix to things and all of a sudden it becomes something different. You cannot make a situation Dire, by simply calling it such. There are dire wolves. If you're lucky, there are dire rats. And you can be in dire straits. But you can't have yourself a dire bear, a dire lock, a dire door. This is ludicrous. This, the, the phraseology is first and foremost meant, of course, for that. Of living breathing creatures so you cannot slap it on anything for that for that alone but I don't even think that you should be able to slap it on all creatures and by I do not think I mean it is record you can check the books you can check the texts you will find in time that there are not many creatures or objects with the title of dire Dyer, because dire's a title reserved for a very particular situation. So if you would like for dire to matter, then don't put dire on everything.
2: Okay, okay. We uh, have a query from the audience.
0: Yeah. Um. So I really liked the idea that you could make like a dire lock, and I if it, it and and I did want to kind of dive into like the 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 nuance of the question where it said can you make yes. anything dire you know dire bears we've heard of them dire wolves we've heard of them dire rats we've heard of them but like if you if you were going to make something dire what would what else would you make dire uh mitch
3: that that is a good question that is that question is so good it is so fantastic i would say that is a dire question and there it is there we have it you can make anything dire. That question is dire. My statement is dire. I don't get my it. My opposition is not dire. My opposition
2: is as,
0: weak. I don't I get think it. you're as clever as you think you are.
2: I get it. As the my judge, I get it. And so the audience can go ahead and quiet themselves because I understood it.
0: My
3: opposition, my opposition would have you believe that the dire bear is not an animal, but it is. I looked it up. I looked it up because I'm so smart and I checked and I looked it up. In the Pathfinder book, because fuck the other one, because the other one is bad, it's dirty and fooey, and I verified there is a dire bear.
2: Okay, okay. But my opponent would believe, my
3: opponent would have you believe that the tabletop only has what's written in the rules, and that is a dire mistake. Okay. So dire, so mistake. Order. Okay. I win. The end. Our audience. Thank you.
2: Another member of the audience has another query. Please,
0: uh, if if dire if is so great, why did they leave it like completely out of Fifth Edition Dungeons and Dragons? If you look up dire animals, there's only dire wolf. Everything else is a giant animal, and that gets the same job done.
1: I would like to uh, answer this question. You may. In response to your question, good sir, uh, it is because dire has such weight. It is because dire means something in just the right situations. And again, you can throw the word dire on your straits and on your situation and on your wolves, but you cannot throw the word dire on your questions. It does not make them better. You cannot throw the word dire on your argument. It does not make it better. It makes it worse by definition. So you see that when your Dire is overuse, overused, and overexpressed. It means very little. And if you will compare the stat blocks of the dire wolf to the giant bear, you may find there are slight differences. And those differences are all equated to the fact that dire is special for certain situations. And if you were to use it too much, like anything it begins to lose its significance. It's a simple equation, supply and demand. <laughs> you have too much, it's worth too little.
3: All right. Your Honor, the audience, I, out of character, would like to request a chance to speak. <laughs> but instead, I'm just going to talk, because that's what I do. Because I'm good, and I'm great, and I am smart. Sir, so I will smart. hold you in content. I am so smart. <laughs> you can't do that. Unfortunately, we know Bailiff? Bailiff!
0: There is Wait, this, this is quite not this th- man. There I'm, is I'm a not dire bailiff. B- I'm just dressed like one. <laughs> <laughs>
3: the attendants here spoke about a giant bear. And my opposition, he said, like he's so smart, he said, there is no dire bear. But I looked and I checked, and on D20, PSFRD, there is a dire bear, and there is in fact a giant advanced dire bear. Dyer is so good you can use on anything, even the giant bear. The end, that's it. No more to say. Dyer is good. Dyer makes animals and things great again.
0: I'm
3: so mad. So great. So okay good. Okay. Jeff, cut for him off so closing, smart.
1: For my closing argument,
2: I was going to argue that you both closed already, but go so for smart. it. So smart. For my closing argument, I
1: have but just a sentence. In my opponent's expressions of his points, you may have, as I have felt, the feeling that you no longer know what he's saying. I
3: think we could all agree. And my the opposition reason is just making this. this making is because up. he you has over you. You
0: can't put this clothes on an argument.
3: Be, Arguments can't wear be clothes. Reserved he does not so know what he's head. saying. If
0: the audience would please put on their gas mask at this time, we will be turning on the gas system, you which can't does close.
3: On an, on the audience, you can't put clothes on a conversation. We talking about dire. All you right, can't the gas close button. your argument. Okay,
2: okay, okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you for turning on the gas. Thank you very much.
3: It's okay, okay. so okay.
2: good. More gas, please. More gas. Okay, there it is. There it is. There it is.
1: Okay. I'll just take
2: a nice. Okay. Why so, down? So, so, judge,
1: what's the answer?
2: The answer, as I have rolled it plainly in front of me, is a ten. <laughs> <laughs> so, you can do whatever it is you wish at your table. No, no,
1: no, no, no. A 10 means you actually have to decide. I like that. And that, as the his judge, decision,
2: is what I have decided. Fair enough.
0: That is his do decision. At your table.
2: If you want a dire bear, or a dire wolf, or even a dire lock, you may have one at your DM's discretion. I've told at your GM's like that. discretion.
3: I'm that... that the next time I have a rogue. <laughs> Sorry, bud,
0: that's a dire lock. Oh, all right, six. so die. Well, it seems that our esteemed judge during the last question kicked the uh, the result of that question back to the people, and I was currently rep- representing the people, so I guess I'll pick our next question. Once again, James and Oxford representing the judge, the fair rationale and mediator of this adventure. And the question this time, can you awaken a burger? Those not familiar with the concept of awaken, it is a druid spell that gives something sentience. And seeing as we're trying to remain very vaguely roleplay tabletop agnostic, you can apply some version of awaken across multiple games, opening you up okay. for more arguments. Who will be defending the position? Can you you can awaken a burger? I have rolled a six. Ah, this time I'm not the lowest. Nobody's rolled higher than ten, have we? Two. God damn. Oh shit.
2: Oh, I get to be the proponent
0: this Maybe. time with my role. So everyone except
3: Jay seven. has done every role.
2: 7. We're still rolling under 10. Okay.
3: Everyone except Does Jay not bode has done well
2: every role. for the episode that we are going to do after. All
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff as the defendant, our audience will be Ryan, your boy, and attacking the preposition will be Mitch. Defense, tell me how that I can waken a burger. How how would I go about that? Can I do it? Uh,
1: so- after after some laborious research and, and a little bit of uh, know-how, let me tell you exactly how this defense has put before it its argument. Its argument today, the defense of uh, being able to awaken a burger, is is onefold and simple, you see. It says you can awaken a beast. Is a burger not just part of a beast? Is a burger not beastly enough? It is still living matter. and And the spell does not require it to be alive. So to that I say, well, it's... Why not? Why not wake it up? Tell me how it doesn't apply. Wake it up, make it smart, have that burger talk. That hamburger could talk to Jesus for all you know. (laughs) And what are you missing out on by not awakening the burger? By not allowing such creativity to hinder your tables in such a way is to limit your opportunity to enjoy the game. So if you wish to put limits upon yourself by not doing something that this spell clearly doesn't say it won't do, then by all means, play a limited game.
0: Wow. Inspiring. Um, I, uh, it hits me at my core. Uh, defense. Your Honor, the proponent,
3: the proponent has made a great deal of statement, has posted a glorious, memorable, and valorous conduct in the defense of his statement. But I must invoke the oldest possible systems of debate and argument. A system that I believe you will find infallible and indisputable. Your Honor, may I, for clarity, have the question once more. Can you awaken a burger? Nuh-uh.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> Amazing. Um, audience, I-, I need some help. Uh can you can you help shine some light on their thought processes?
2: Yes, yes. As a uh As a frequent uh, enjoyer of burgers, um, it has been my experience that frequently I have, when having a burger, and it is in fact a bit of a sleepy burger, kind of a boring burger, you know, your average everyday run of the mill burger. I have noticed that if you add, let's say, avocados (laughs) to said burger,
0: which we have decided it may in
2: fact. In a dire situation such as this, awaken said burger. Thoughts?
1: I would like to say that I believe that, uh, you can awaken a burger in several senses. You can definitely awaken your senses as far as the burger is concerned. Awaken its taste and flavor. But when we're talking about the spell, baby boy, let me tell ya. You can awaken that burger any way you want. You can make that burger your new animal companion. Now, the awakened spell even says it can move its- move- What wouldn't be limbs like limbs. So now, that burger can flap its... Go ahead and flap its top all at once, because it's awakened, baby! Well, Welcome to a new world of awakened burgers, where not only is it a delicious treat, but now, it does reconnaissance for you. Hmm. Where are you at? The tavern? Guess what blends in? A burger. Awakened burger, here to the rescue, once again. Where are you at? A picnic? Guess what can help you? A burger. Awakened. Where are we at? The front lines? What do they want? A burger. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the burger stabs them in the neck.
0: It doesn't burger have spy. to. It's been poisoned with avocado. Could be deadly. That burger is absolutely poisoned if it's a dire burger. That is fair. That's fair. And, they, and good. Well, yeah. the burger might well, not be good, no, but the avocado no, yeah. is fine. That's right. Burger Awaken burger spy. Defense, do you have, a, burger do you have anything assassin. to say on the question?
3: Uh, yes, of course. I am a long-time and well-experienced arbiter of gaming environments, gaming situations, and real-life situations. I'm a father, I run a LARP game, I have been game master for a variety of tabletop, dice-based, and role-playing scenarios, and I think that the real thing that we need to focus down on is, despite what the opposition may think, despite what the rules themselves may say, I, as an arbiter of gaming experiences, am solely responsible for those at my table and the enjoyment of their experience. And to that, I say, Nuh-uh.
0: Once again, it's It's, tough. it's a tough argument. <laughs> um, has everyone done their closing arguments? Does anyone have anything else to say? Because I'm ready to make my uh, choice. I'm honestly not going to listen to your closing argument. Fair enough. But I, we, we will let everyone hear it, but I, I just want you to know it probably will have no bearing on what I choose. I will close with,
1: Don't limit your gains by not awakening that burger. Awaken Burger. 2024
3: thank you i would like to make my closing statement your mom awakened a burger oh, fuck my mother's insane
0: <laughs> man that i love that song that great new band oh sorry what were you? okay yeah no, no no i had my decision um <laughs> can you awaken a burger we probably should be asking should you awaken a burger and the answer is probably no why would you do that you're just going to traumatize both the burger and the eater of the burger. Maybe. There are some freaks out there. We don't judge. We don't yuck anyone's yums here on Torchlet Tower. We're not here to yuck yums. But can you awaken a burger? But we're here for some yummy yucks. I believe that Jeff's argument is incredibly solid. You can. It is possible. Not only is it possible for general burgers, but the only thing we have to do is any burger. A burger. And they make beyond meat. They make plant-based meat, which is most definitely alive and thus can be targeted like awakening a plant, you can awaken a burger. Jeff, you win. -uh. Thank you. (laughs) God damn it, it's so good! (laughs) Can I change my answer? No, no, you can't awaken a burger, Jeff. You're the judge. Thank you. Your mom's a judge. Whoa. Whoa, calm down. Step down. Please relax. Step down. Uh, as I am now the judge, don't make
1: I us will hit the gas contempt.
0: again. You are now in contempt of court. This is not a. This is not a courtroom. So dire. Once, <laughs> once again, debate. That is so dire. Such a dire burger. Hit, the, hit right. him, with the, the hit him with the gas. A lot. Hit him with the gas. More again. gas. Dire avocado. Gas that man. <laughs> All right. I'm rolling dice. You figure out your question. Right.
1: Yes. I have my question figured out. God
0: damn it. Da, 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 da. I have to roll higher than I- 10. Five. I only roll higher than 10 when I'm deciding the answer, so if you're defending, you're in good. <laughs> <laughs> Alright.
1: As I'm presiding over you, as the, the judge in this, the question that I must posit to you, which our our esteemed Mitchell Travis will be arguing for, and, uh, of course, our our... Enraged, <laughs> uh, James and Oxford. Well, I'm gonna tear you apart, limb from against. limb. I don't
0: care what the fuck you want to have happen. I'm gonna tear it apart. Fuck Maybe it.
1: It. it's not James and Oxford. Maybe it's weasel so, I was
0: gonna
3: say, <laughs> sounds like Weasel. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: our question, positive to you today, is milestone or XP for or against? Fa-
3: in favor of milestone over XP.
1: Yes. This question was, of course, submitted by our friend of the show, Zelfie Forever, and you can find her stuff all over the place under that name.
3: (laughs) D-Worf!
1: You may begin your arguments.
3: I would like to state that I am a generous and loving soul, and if the opposition would like to take point, I will allow them to do so. Mr. Opposition, would you care to initiate (laughs) this discussion? No,
0: absolutely not. I need to hear what you're going to say first.
3: And that, ladies and gentlemen was a milestone. Nobody <laughs> achieved an experience point. Nobody ticked an arbitrary level-up check mark on their character sheet. We all experienced that, but it was a milestone in the story of our lives. When you are born, it is a milestone. When you grow of age, it is another year, another dollar, another sweat, another tear. But it is a milestone that makes your life. You learn things, and there are milestones in the story of your extravagant being. Everything that Technologically achieved across history is a milestone in the development of man, orc, and elven kind. Experiences are things that they had. They are things that help you grow. But the thing that happens, the accomplishments itself, what finally drives you to that greater being, is a milestone.
1: Fine argument. Opposition?
0: Ladies and gentlemen of the audience, my name is Weasel Venti. You may know me from the show Wacko Mundo every other Wednesday on twitch.tv torchlittavern My esteemed colleague believes that milestones are a part of life, but we're not talking about life. We're talking about a game. A game run by your idiot friends. And in a game, there are rules. And those rules are to stop your idiot friends from doing idiot things. Do you trust the person running your table to just roughshod over the rules? And just say when you level up, the game was built to balance out how fast you progress. It was carefully done. I'm sure someone in a deep, dark office who hasn't seen the sunlight in years and hasn't seen a raise in longer worked really hard on that. Like, really hard. I can't imagine that the leveling up system of any system was just shot out by a chimpanzee drunk on a bender one day, even though it sometimes feels like it, because who the fuck? brought up the encounter system for the last one. Anyway, there are still rules. We follow them so that we're all on an even keel. Without that even keel, it's chaos. And people like me win. And nobody wants Weasel Venti to win. Chaos is good for me. As soon as we agree on XP, I'll figure out a way to break that too.
1: Fine statements. Fine statements indeed. Now I'd like to open the field to our audience. Audience, do you have questions?
2: The audience would uh, ask that you please restate the question once again.
1: The question. Is, uh, the proponent is for Milestone over XP, uh, as far as EXP, as far as gaining levels. Uh, of course, known in standard versions of TTRPGs, Milestone is where the the GM decides when you should level, and the EXP is based upon a
0: experience Carefully value documented given- math. Yep, he said it.
1: Experience value gained through, uh, calculated encounters.
2: The audience, uh, doesn't really have much of a query. As a not-numbers man myself, I will have to throw my, uh, support behind the person that, uh, believes in Milestone.
0: How on earth are you supposed to level up faster than your friends with Milestone? This 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 is ridiculous. If there's not some way to take advantage of the experience system, then what are we even doing here? I
3: don't know. a valid argument. As the proponent of the milestone system, favoring it above, specifically and exclusively in this argument, the experience accumulation system, I would have to say that what is the experience accumulation system? That is nothing more than an oversimplification of a milestone system. For what do you obtain experience, after all, for accomplishing milestones? When is experience doled out? When you have succeeded in a milestone. And in that respect, the experience system is just a watered-down accumulation form, reducing down the DM and the player's hard work and decision-making skills, reducing down everything contributed at the table into nothing more than petty numbers. And we already (laughs) let dice make arbitrary decisions about the success and failure of our hard-earned efforts are we to allow simple, arbitrary mathematics devised as incohesively as humanly possible based on my experiences as a DM?
0: So incohesively. So incohesively. I think the defense... That man needed a raise. He was overworked. You know, you can't really judge him.
3: I don't believe it was his fault, but the
0: system is trash. Anyway,
3: (laughs) and for that reason, I think it is safe that we can all agree that the milestone system is most true to life, most true to effort, and most rewarding In the minds, experiences, and developments of the players at the table and the game administrators, moderators, and designers. A story does not have experience points. It has milestones. And I rest my defense on it.
0: It's respectable. It really is. But I I can't help but but state again. Experience, it's based on the mechanics of the game. When you play the game... It is built in, and it demonstrates that your characters that you put your work into did a good job. They won. The dice were on your side. Your character sheet was on your side. Everything came up tits for you. Milestone means that you brought the DM his favorite cake today. There's no achievement. It's just bribery. Was your DM happy today? Well, then you leveled up. It's great. It's fine. But is it really? gonna give you that feeling of satisfaction, of achievement? I don't think so. I don't think so. I rest my case.
3: If I may make a suppositional additional statement, one that I think that we can agree on, is that experience is a representation in the favor of the game, and milestone is in favor of the player. And as we all know, don't hate the player, hate the game.
0: Hot damn. Hot damn. Hot Damn, this is very good. As a character, though, I really must say I I'm all about what does, what's good for me. Fuck Jay, he just plays me on TV. I don't give a shit what he wants or who gives him chocolate. Fuck,
3: fuck have that. You, have you I'm, seen how my dungeon master hands out loot? You think I
0: want him responsible for more math? Oh, well, that's fair. That's <laughs> quite fair. Hey, are you? I, hey, are you busy? You want to go get a drink? <laughs>
1: Yeah, you should see my DM, anyways. I'm gonna show uh, you an itchy
0: butthole, let's go. Fuck the- you know, whatever <laughs> you decide. Well,
1: after hearing your arguments, and your arguments have come through quite well and concise, I believe that I- in my decision, I must cite the fact that in many TTRPG, it is not just arbitrary experience points. These experience points are gained through achieving the goals of your- of your class, of your station. And in this, they allow you to pursue your goals better than in search of further advancement. This is how the game has worked since, since the old editions. Many games have worked. So after rolling my dice, I must decide that <laughs> it is, it is XP, experience-based. Holy
0: shit, I didn't think I had this. That is a superior system. Yes. Weasel does laps.
2: (laughs) Throwing his hands in the air. That judge does not shop at GameStop. He does not believe in power to the players.
3: I think it is clear to see in this argument, and based on the statements of Mr. Vente himself, the judge has obviously been bribed.
1: Uh, sir. (laughs) Sir, I'll have you know that I have not been bribed yet, and you should have bribed me if you wanted to win. and also. I will make it clear that if you want power to the players, then you should definitely do
0: experience base. (laughs) Closed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is fun. All right. So...
3: Welcome back everyone to this week's episode of Drink or Dragon, the exciting game show where it's up to you to decide, is this a drink Drink or is this a dragon? dragon? Now is clear on the rules, I am going to list the name of an item, and when I do, you will buzz in, and the first person to buzz in will be called for the grand prize. Then we will go around to each and every other person, and they have an opportunity as well, or something. Are we ready, lady and gentlemen? Wait, 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 what are we guessing? What are we guessing? Yeah, what are the rules? I will name an item, and you will guess whether it is a drink or a dragon. The drink can be any drink or cocktail name that I source on the internet. And the dragon is a lovely, voluptuous, personal entertainment device sourced by the website that makes these things with a dragon in its name. We do not advertise for that. If you know, you
0: know. But we will.
2: <laughs> but we will. We'll, we'll advertise for anybody. <laughs> <Bad Dragon.com. laughs> Unofficially sponsored by Beddragon.com.
3: Is yep, everybody ready. ready for round one? We're yeah! ready! let us go The first item tonight... The Clover Club.
0: Breathe in! That's a drink!
3: And Katie said she wasn't an alcoholic! Cue laugh track. <laughs> All right, Katie, tell them what Katie won, Katie.
2: Well, I've won the biggest bad dragon dildo that I could possibly fit inside of my butt.
3: Ooh. Wow. That is a lot of options, ladies and gentlemen. They get large. <laughs> is everyone ready for round two? Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. All Let's right. Go. For this round, the item you will be guessing is a spit. It, uh... It's a dragon. It's a dragon dick. It's a dick. It's a dick of a dragon. And the uh, the item is the Spitfire. Yeah, oh, he didn't wait his turn. Fuck Jay. Hey. Also fuck Jay. Hey. And Ryan, what is your guess?
2: Uh, M- M- Mitchell. Uh, Mitchell. I do believe that is a uh, dragon.
3: And that is, ladies and gentlemen, 242, two, The Spitfire is a dragon.
2: Ah, uh, yeah.
1: Ryan. You've won a cocktail. Uh
3: Yeah! Some might say that this evening, both of them won a cocktail. Thank you everyone for joining us on this episode, and we look forward to seeing you next time on Trace or or Dragon!
0: Welcome back, Tavern Goers. Hi. It has been an exciting <laughs> game of Master Debaters. I am your judge once again, back in the hot seat. Jay's I, a uh, judgy
3: bitch.
0: I am, and I love being a judgy bitch. So, I've got one for the for uh, two of you. Let's decide who's doing what, shall we?
2: Oh, not 20.
0: Oh,
3: three. <laughs> if judge. John- <laughs> I was going to say, if, if Jeff rolls under me again, I'm
0: going to be sad. So, Mitch. Ooh, my boy's
3: got ribs.
0: Does a cleric have to be religious? Of course they do, right?
2: Who asked that question?
0: Uh, this this question was submitted by Avon, Patreon supporter. and our lovely art goblin. Great person.
2: Just wonderful. Also a therapist on our show, canonically.
0: Yes. You may know her as Avon Birchbank. She's the rapist. So Mitch, cleric, clerics have to be religious. This is the argument you bring before us today. I rolled a three. I rolled a 20.
3: Oh. The fuck I do. Ryan, Ryan. Like, I would like to already disagree with the judge because he's like off hook wrong and it is high key
0: bothering me. Ryan, clerics yes. have to be religious. That's That's what you're telling us today.
2: I suppose that I am arguing for this one.
0: You, you are the is, proponent. At that a is what, twenty. You are proponent. That is what the dice say, and what as the dice saith.
2: Well, we're worried about what it is the dice saith. Yes. Okay. That is a roll. I rolled high, so uh, I do agree with the dice. Okay. You do have to, in fact, be religious to be a cleric in these
0: games. What is is that? Is that the whole argument?
2: I believe, as a uh, if you want the title. Of cleric, you have to be actually religious to gain it. Hmm. Therefore, yes, I suppose you could just call yourself a cleric, out of the blue, out of nowhere, and claim to be one, but therefore you would be a liar. And there are no lies in this court.
0: He is right.
3: Defense. Like, oh my god, he is totally whack. Alright, fam? My homegirl, Rabethany, she's a cleric at I can't say what company.lldd, and she gets paid like nothing, and she is an agnostic. She doesn't believe in religion, so no, you do not have to be religious to be a cleric. She does bookkeeping, and she uses Excel on the computer, okay? <gasps> she uses Microsoft Excel all day, and she's a cleric. It says so on her badge. She has access to both break rooms, right?
2: I, I, I do believe that, uh... I rest badge, my case. The badge says clerk, not clerk. No,
3: it says cleric. Okay. It is defined on her job app as a clerical and administrative position. They just spelled it wrong
0: on her badge. It's supposed to say cleric.
2: It is, in fact, clerk.
3: Okay.
0: It says clerical. This is This is an arguing about semantics over time. Sustained, I suppose? Uh, audience, do you have any questions?
1: Yes, I, I do. You see, uh, my question, uh, my question, question is there, it It's very simple. <laughs> um, you see, there are other, there are other positions in the in these uh, tabletop role playing games that that would state there's some version of religion with them. You know, such as the druid, but you don't technically have to be religious to be a druid, or uh the paladin the uh, commonly known uh fighter for god but you don't have to technically be a fighter for god and so how how does this factor into your arguments as it is proven that te- there are other sort of re- religious based uh, uh classes that that allow you to 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 uh to to to, to not be technically religious
2: well you see in your example of the paladin there is something known as the anti-paladin whereas there is no such thing as an anti-cleric If you are an anti-cleric you are just not a cleric
3: like oh my god slayed yourself there friend there's an anti-paladin because you have to be all religious like to be a paladin so if you're not that makes you an anti-paladin otherwise everything would be an anti-paladin you wouldn't have rogue you wouldn't have druid it would just be paladin anti-paladin but there isn't an anti-cleric so that means that a cleric can be both also just fyi on the dl i just wrote a character that's a cleric and i don't believe in that shit so boom (laughs) you don't have to be religious to be a cleric (laughs) eat those shorts bitch and tip good on the way out
0: (laughs) bethany wins
2: I always tip. Thank you.
0: Audience, audience, do you have any further questions? But I'm giving it to Bethany. <laughs>
2: tip good on the way out. No, the fr- her friend's name is ReBethany. <laughs> yeah,
0: Rebeth- ReBethany was my friend. <laughs> Sorry, what's your name, Miss? Uh, my name is super unique. Super unique. Super unique yes. wins. I don't have the courage to tell her otherwise. Uh, audience, do you have anything left that you'd like clarified?
1: I don't. I, I I I don't think that I also want to have to eat those those so short-
0: yeah.
1: Good uh, on the way out. Thank you.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't have the money to tip well today. That's why I'm not eating out today. But here we are. Got him.
2: <laughs> I brought lunch from home. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, 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 well, super unique. Uh, I'm, I'm calling it. You win. My closing statement is this: that no cleric does not need to be religious, but they better not tell the church. <laughs> oh. So ordered. Clerics do not need to be religious.
1: Okay. Done. All right. There you go, Super Unique. You won one. You're the judge. Pick a question. <laughs> What'd you roll, Jay? 16.
2: I got a 7.
1: Hey, guess who's audience again? All right. I got a 10.
3: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our next round of Game Masturbator. I am the presiding honor, and we have as our proponent for the topic, Jay... Right? As our mm-hmm. proponent for the topic, Jameson Oxford. Our audience today is Jeffery Lahis, Finger guns. And our opponent to this topic is St. Saintus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ha- ha- happy to be here, Your Honor. And the topic that you will be, proponents and opponents, to discuss against is Transformers Are Mimics.
0: I'm so excited to take on. Excuse me! Excuse me! No! I was in line next! I was the arguer! Get out of the way! My name is Robert! <laughs> Somebody please bring that man a stepstool. Thank you! As I stated, I am so happy here to tell you all about Mimics. Because my name is Robert, and I know Mimics.
2: But do you know Transformers?
0: What? A what now? Hold on, hold on. I'm consulting with my team. The, the question... Uh,
2: it's a, a Transformer. It's
1: a... It's like a a, a robot ah, yes. that turns into a like a cart, mm. Another thing. It's, it's complex. I don't, it's, no, uh, it,
3: no. It says right here. It says right here. A transformer is an electrical component that converts wattage and voltage to what is desired on the other end of a circuit. No, no.
0: That's if it converts, it is a mimic. About. If it converts, it is a mimic. My name is Robert, and I say this. Fine. Transformers. These strange. Warforged machines that can change into anything they wish. That is a mimic. Can change into a thing and it is dangerous. That is a mimic. I've lost the voice of Robert because for some reason being calm and doing an argument doesn't really work with him. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, Robert, come on, it on, right? Robert. Transformers are mimics. They can change into anything they wish and they are dangerous. What more do you need to be a mimic? Can they eat someone? I bet they can. I've not seen it but I've heard about it. I don't... I don't... don't, uh, I don't yeah. My deception is higher than your shutter. And because there's no judge, I have won. He's walked <laughs> away. <laughs> I object, okay? No! No one No one announces I, you. There's only you my see, argument. I, I object.
2: Rules! Your honor, I know you are away from your chair at the moment. <laughs> but I must argue. I don't know what a mimic is. You argue with me? You impute my honor? I challenge you to a duel, sir! I don't know what a mimic is. How dare you! Get Listen to me! Here. I know about Transformers. Transformers, you see, they, they they got the Autobots, and then they got the Deceptibots, you know? Decepticons, there you go, there it is.
0: I don't think he knows what that Mimic is either. I, I, I uh, but but so a, like
2: a, a I don't know
1: a what mimic, mimic is. What's a Mimic is. A Mimic is like a, a Mimic is like a, it's like a, it's like a, um, uh, you know, like a, it's a it looks like a, like a treasure chest, uh, but it's not really a treasure, a treasure chest. It looks like, like a like treasure a, chest. But it a tries treasure to eat chest, you. you say.
2: Mimics yeah, yeah, look yeah. like... Tre- did you Did you hear that? Mimics look like treasure
0: chests. Uh,
1: I don't know. Excuse if it-
0: me, sir. Have you seen Nine? She has quite a good chest. Have you seen... <laughs> 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 Robot Mimic. Yes, I'll
1: say. To be fair, I don't really know if... Oh um- better
0: stop looking at my chest. No.
2: Ha! <laughs> Your Honor. No, if
1: it's only treasure
2: chests, I They said it clear as day. Mimics look like chests. And I've never seen a single transformer that looked like a chest. What does say was you? one that looked like a cassette tape what Audience, and that was weird. what say you about mimics and transformers and chests?
3: Uh. Proponent, please please stand. Opponent, please stand. Audience, would you like...
0: I am standing. ...to
3: interject How dare you? a further question? <laughs> I am sorry, sir. You're quite short. I was... I, I, I am
0: an average height. for a half.
3: Audience, your query, if one presides. Muted. Oh, okay. Please turn on the
2: audience's <laughs> microphone. Audience, Audience,
3: please turn sorry. on your microphone. Boom, boom. Sorry. Over here.
0: Thank you. Is that... Is this thing on? It's on. Yes, I've got quite a query. No, absolutely not. Fuck that man. Shoot him. Get him out of here. He's not allowed near me. I have a restraining order. Opposition? Please silence. I was not saying anything. Yes. That's just my dear friend Weasel. He loves me. We
1: did a great act once upon a time. Anyway. It was good. So, a heck of a query. One hell of a quandary, one might even say. In my experience, though limited it may be, I've noticed that, uh, uh, a Transformer could technically be anything, including a chest. I saw one time it was a cassette tape. One time it was a car. The, the 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 leader of the Decepticons, I think. Decepticrons? Who knows? He was a gun. Big gun for some reason. But yeah, so why could they not be a chest?
3: Proponent, please make your return
0: remarks if you have money. He is right. He said it. I, they can be mimics. They can be anything. They, you know. It is. this person argues with me. I will settle this with blood.
2: Hey yo. No blood needs to be shed here.
0: No, no. This we, is a court. We, we have a disagreement. The this king is a court. says that I can challenge you to a duel to the death at sundown. I will. Bailiff, be... this is a court. Yeah, I will. You okay fight with you. this? I will He's fight threatening you tomorrow. my life. Yeah, not here, but tomorrow at sundown you will die.
3: I am waiting to see if things get interesting. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what kind of kangaroo court are we got over here? This is, this is not
1: courtroom. Listen, I don't know if I really... I don't know if I'm really a fan of the, the terminality kangaroo court. It's just there's too much parallel there. People look at me. They're going to think, you know, just ca- if we could not...
3: Basko.
2: Fuck you. <laughs> I don't have to deal with this. Order in the court. Order I'm leaving. in. Order in the courts. I'm gone. Decepticons are not mimics. Um. I See you must-
0: tomorrow. I will kill you.
3: Do I do must consult all of the evidence as presented and come to a fair, unbiased, and determined decision.
2: Anyone want a decision.
3: hot dog? <laughs> want a glizzy? Uh, yes. Uh, Ooh, I'd like one. Thanks. M- easy master, Two glizzies, please. Relish. Three glizzies. <laughs> the dice have done many things. They have sealed fates. They have saved souls. They have relinquished good doers to the heavens and consulted the damned to hell. They have dented my drawers, damaged many tables, hidden in places conspicuous never to be found again, and on this day decided, in favor, that Transformers are mimics.
0: That is bullshit,
2: Your Honor. Samuel Witwicky does not own a treasure chest. We do not know what you're talking about, sir, and your pets are down. You know what? And I cut I'm his taking belt. taking all these glizzies and I'm getting out of here.
3: These are my glizzies. Opponent to the call, oh. I will say, in defense of, forward to that. in defense of the proposition, I have consulted Uncle Google under Rule 34 Transformers. They do, in fact, have chests. Get the
0: fuck out of here. <laughs> this is, as I say, beautiful chest. Love them. Mwah. Beautiful. Romancing. You know. I don't know how you won that one, Robert, but I, I applaud up. you for doing it. Robert wins everything. Who do I cut now, yes? That glizzy. He dropped them. Let's go. Ooh, I love a good gliffy So am I the judge again, fuck <laughs> I don't
2: know yeah. <laughs> You are the judge again For the final uh,
0: question Well Back in the seat once again Hmm. Yes, once again I get to judge something I love it, it Tastes so good mm. It's Robert, Robert calm down Calm down, go sit down, you won Good job
1: My name?
0: My name is Rob. We know. Robeck! We know. We know. And you did me proud, as always. As the judge, I think that uh, the most important question, we started with something of utmost importance, avocados, and now something that every table must ask at the end of a session. Our final question of the day, very important one. We're all available for next week, right? Uh. Next session starts uh, next week. Uh, you know, same time. I rolled then, a ten. Well, that, that then you, you 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 said you were available, right? I've got a thing actually. But you're supposed to be the proponent. Wait, um, uh, Je- Je- Jeff, you yeah, are, no, or I, you? I'm I'm good for next week. Okay, Jeff, uh,
1: are we doing Friday or Saturday next week, or was it Sunday? It's do Sunday. We always do, Sundays. Sundays. We it's always every, do Sunday. It's, this, it's, it's Sunday? every Sunday. Well, I don't know except if I could today, do Sunday except for
2: today, which is Saturday, which is because sat- yeah, tomorrow's
0: so Sunday is my dad's birthday. So. But, so but is, okay, so
1: ne- I don't know if I could do Sunday, but I might be able to do Saturday. But and if Ryan can't do it, should yeah, we do maybe so the ma- weekend after?
0: I mean, that's uh, yeah, we can do next course, the week major- after. No, yeah. the week after I've got my event running.
1: You've got another event. Got oh, another. Wait, oh, no, no, I
3: have my I have my event next weekend. Wait, OK, well, the week well,
2: after no, I'm free. Well, OK,
0: well, we always do Sunday. Well, we didn't so... play
2: last week because you had an event.
0: No, that was well, your well, birthday or whatever. Oh, my what? birthday was no, on a no, Wednesday. No, 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 no. Everybody was sick. We all had
3: the mumps. What? Oh shit! Uh, we, no, that's right. We were sick because we had did have the we had battle. I had battle for the what about,
2: ring. Then what about we were two weeks sick. after that. Then
3: I'm,
0: I'm two
2: weeks. For that. That's in February.
0: Yeah, that's we, way too long. We, I won't remember. We can't wait, anything. We, wait, next uh, week from I, now or next week from wait, today? Who has when the session the, notes?
3: Hang on. Are we talking nice. about today when we record or today when we release? I thought we were talking about today when we release. No, <laughs> no.
0: Hey Tavern goers. Thanks again for listening to Torchlit Tavern. You can follow us and interact with us on Twitter at Torchlit Tavern, or email us with any of your most pressing questions at torchlittavern@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You can also find our entertainers on the streets of twitch.tv slash Torchlit Tavern, yelling obscenities at passersby. If you enjoyed our tale, you can tip your storytellers as you leave the tavern, which you can do via patreon.com backslash Torchlit Tavern. Every little bit helps, and those who tip well and often can find themselves privy to an extra story or two, jokes, or maybe even a bit of hidden lore. Our story continues to grow all the time, and though we have no designs on a vast empire, your help is always appreciated.
2: Our theme music for this campaign was designed by the bard, Brett Eagleston. Get his music at bretteagleston.bandcamp.com or find links for all his projects by following Brett Eagles on Twitter. This episode was edited and produced by Jameson Oxford and Ryan Santos. Other music and sound effects are provided by Epidemic Sound with help from freesound.org.
0: And if you should find yourself surrounded by eager ears and attentive listeners, remember to tell good stories. I I, I think the, the sad fact is I don't think anybody here made up a fake argument for most of that. <laughs> I'm almost certain that was real. <laughs>